Welcome to another edition of James Short Podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Well, I love having these experts coming on and sharing some insights and sharing some uh, pearls of wisdom, gold nuggets, all those lovely metaphors, but this guy is special. He is very, very special. This guy is the man, the guru himself, Tim Hyde. Now, Tim Hyde, he's, uh, he's known as the guru because I love what he's created around his profit engine model and how he really helps business attract and generate uh, more clients for their business. Uh, he's a digital expert, strategic uh, guru, and uh, really excited to have him on the call today. So uh, let's get into it and let's bring him online. Uh, Tim, how are you, mate? James, I'm good. I mean, I'm, uh, I've got obviously big shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, so that was a little intro, but um, let's hear it from, from the man himself. How, how did you get started and, and share the journey with us so far? Because I love, you know, we've been having chats over in the past and, you know, reading this stuff about you, but mate, your journey is, is intriguing. So share, share, share. Yeah, I, um, I actually don't remember my first business. Um, apparently, I, I used to sell eggs and, and fresh produce from our garden um, at the Alice Springs markets. I love it. So I don't remember it, but the first one I, I do remember, I moved to Canberra uh, when I was about six years old, late seventies. Um, and that makes me old, doesn't it? Um, makes me more than halfway. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, and uh, I invited all the neighborhood kids around um, and, you know, as I get to know them and started a circus. Right, so not all in As you do, as you do. Other circus, and uh, yeah, channel twenty cents admission. I went down to Trash and Treasure, and I bought this beautiful inlaid cigar box. It was you know oak and brass inlaid, and, and I, I could, could stack like twenty cent pieces. I think it was six rows of like seven or eight high, and six by six by by, by seven, um, and they all looked so pretty. And I was kind of seeing my uncle Scrooge golden book come to life. Now I've since learned that, you know, when you dive into big piles of money, um, and particularly coins, it's not very comfortable. <laughs> so I don't know how he did it, but you know, that was kind of, it's kind of created this passion for me, I guess, for, for the game of entrepreneurship, um, and, and sort of having fun in the process. And I now know as a sort of adult, you know, the, the, I guess the accoutrements and trappings of business, you know, it can be, you know, it can be super, you know, you've got staff, the issues that you've got to deal with, you've got, you know, payday, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast at one point in their business career has gone, you know, that night before payday and gone, you know, there's just not enough money in the bank account to pay the staff tomorrow, which means, you know, I'm going to have to dip in my own pocket to make it happen. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty stressful thing that we do, but, you know, if we, if we sort of take all those other bits away and go, you know, what are the things that are really important for our business to give us the time, money and freedom that we really want? You know, what are those and, and how can we make those happen? Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so I think after, after school and after uni, I found myself going slowly brain dead in the public service, um, <laughs> like the dutiful eldest son. And uh, I thought, not, this is not, uh, not a space that I want to be in. I, I couldn't, it just, to me, was just continuing to sort of bang my head against a brick wall of, you know, this lack of innovation that I kept seeing in the organisations I was working with. And, you know, just so wasteful. I thought there's got to be a better way. 
um, and then sort of went back into back into the business world. Started a website called The Riot Act with a bunch of mates way back in 2000. This is before social media had a name. <laughs> and uh, also the next years built that to around 18 million visits per year, wow. uh, which was a reasonable number. And, uh, and, and since then sort of moved into more of a marketing consulting sort of space and really helping organisations look at how they attract, convert and keep customers. You've got, um, I mean, that, yeah, which is a sort of a segue where I wanted to, to move into around your profit engine model. And, you know, that's a, a, a cool looking, make sense type of model. Share with us how yeah. that came to fruition and, and explain to the listeners a little bit more what it is and how it works. Well, I think it came to fruition out of my experience with, uh, you know, with the, the social media slash, you know, community forum site that we built. And, and we were selling, you know, we, we basically copied a newspaper model and, and, and moved it online. And we were selling advertising. And the thing that I found really frustrating, increasingly frustrating with our clients is that run an ad campaign for them, generate a huge amount of interest. And at the end of that process, they'd go, I didn't get any clients out of it. And I'm going, I, I couldn't work out why they couldn't get any clients. I think, you know, we gener generated you know, potentially thousands of views and thousands of leads from your business, but you didn't convert them. There's something broken in this process. And I would go, I'm going to go and try, you know, another publication or I'm going to try this magazine or um, something else. And I thought, okay, well, if I want to keep these clients, I've got to potentially educate what a mature marketing system actually looks like. Mm. And there's, there's lots of moving parts. It's not just run an ad, got clients you know, got money in bank. There's, there's lots of components. We've got to make sure that we've got our message right. We've got to make sure we're putting that message in the right place. We've got to make sure that once those leads become aware of us, you know, that we're capturing their details and building enough of a relationship with them in order that they'll buy from us. Uh, once we've got them, we've got to make sure that the promise we've, you know, we've, we've given them in terms of the experience they're going to have is actually delivered, in, you know, to a point they want to buy from us again and potentially come raving fans. And those, those components that sort of sit around the outside of the profit engine system to really look at, you know, what, are, what is it that keeps driving business, you know, into your business? You know, what, what, what is it that keeps driving profit into your business? Um, and so I was doing consulting work with people, I guess not really knowing what this thing was that I was, was teaching people, um, you know, to around the maturity of their process right? and not just copying what everybody else was doing. Um, and then when I, when I left, left Riodax at the end of 2013, I just had a bunch of clients come back and say, you know, that stuff you were talking to us about before, do you reckon you could come back and like do that in more detail? Uh, and then, yeah, that's, that's how, that's how my consultancy was formed. Nice. Nice. So, Looking at where you're at now and the type of people that you're working with at the moment, what's, what do you see is the most or the biggest challenge that they come to you with that you go, yeah, I've got that solution. What, what is that? What's that challenge? Look, ironically, it's a lot of people come to me saying, I need leads. Uh, and my first challenge to them is, do you really? Uh, because <laughs> the problem for most businesses isn't more leads. It's actually converting the leads they're already receiving. Now, mm. I've used this example before. It's like, um, you know, for all the guys out there and perhaps the single girls as well, it's like getting married. 
Right? Now, you and I, I know, are both in long-term, happy relationships with our partners. Uh, I'm up to my 15th wedding anniversary. Yeah, um, oh, just, me too. Yeah, we just hit our 15-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, so close. Love it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, um, at some point, decided that my wife was going to be the one that I was going to sort of spend the rest of my life with. And all my other girlfriends or interests or whatever, you know, I stopped doing them. And I built a relationship with my wife. After four years, she said, yep, I'll get, let us get married. Then we celebrated that with an engagement party. We had a, we had a honeymoon as an onboarding process. <laughs> and then I just have to remember you know, anniversaries and flowers and chocolates. Conveniently, this week, she's actually forgotten uh, Valentine's Day, which is wonderful for me. <laughs> um, you know, in order to keep that relationship alive, I've just got to remember small little things. Okay. Mm. Now, but our business can't survive on one marriage. It, it survives on lots of marriages right, with lots of people. And we can't go into those relationships on the first date and say, hey, will you get married to me? Right? Because chances are those customers are going to run to the hills. And there's, a, I guess, a rule of thumb that says, you know, it's 2 or 3% of your customer base or the people who know you are ready to purchase from you right now. And it's just ready to purchase from you. Now, if you then break that down, Look, let's, let's assume for a moment there's 100 people who know about you and your brand and 3% of those people are ready to buy from you. That's only three people. Mm. Now, if you've got a 30% close rate, which isn't bad for sales, right? you're only closing one of those three. The other two, right? all you've done is raise their awareness and they're going to go and buy from someone else. Yep. Now, surely out of those 100 people, there's a bunch of people you don't want to work with. We get that. Right? But the other 67 right, who could buy from you, you're not building a relationship with, you're just raising the awareness of the problem that they have for someone else to be able to sell to them, for them to fall in 3% that someone else is going to buy from, you know, they're going to buy from someone else, right? So, you know, if we want to really sort of massively grow a business, it's not just focused on our sales techniques or, or, you know, let's get more leads. It's going, I've got leads, people know about me, how can I, nurture a relationship with them long enough that they'll want to do business with me yeah you know? or qualify them out yeah yeah totally totally or either way i do yeah go and see yeah spot on so so let's get i love to get a little bit personal i love to get elicitate certain strategies because you know our past behavior, beliefs, forms, who we are, and what we've created right now. And I love to find out from, you know, gurus like yourself, what sort of shaped you? What are some of the challenges that you've come through to learn from the other side and go, you know what, that was shit at that time, but it's come through now and it's made me a bigger, better, brighter person. What's been some of those challenges that you've worked through that have uh, shaped you for today? I think... Um a couple, um, you know, one that I've, I've really kind of only admitted to myself recently was, you know, my, my early 20s, uh, I screwed around a lot. You know, I, I drank a lot of booze. I didn't study very well. I, you know, dated a lot of girls. Um, and my, my, my aunt, my great aunt was at that stage was, was writing the, the family tree book for her side of the family. And I've got to sort of mention, a one-page mention, uh, Tim would never amount to much. <laughs> wow. I found out a couple of years later that was actually my mother had written that. 
Okay. And that was, um, that was, you know, that was a, that was a big wake up call to go, Oh shit. You know, what have I, uh, what have I been doing? Um, yep. And I think it's really defined my, you know, a lot of how I think as an adult to go, okay, look, you know, I'm, I don't need to prove myself to anyone else. I need to prove myself to myself. So and, true. You know, so and true. And I, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head is that when we have, I guess, you know, we can have some good times, totally cool. But when we have that feedback, particularly with the loves, ones that we love us, um, it, it yeah. paints things into perspective because it gets us to have a look in that mirror and go, you know what? Mm, uh, yeah, maybe I may need to be doing a few things a little bit differently in order to have different outcomes. So even though they're fun times, but it's like, where do we, where do we want to take ourselves? Where do we really want to be? Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. What about on the flip side? What about on the, f- yeah, go on. Sorry. I was just about to say the other one I think that's really defined me um, was, was certainly in the early days of Riot Act. We were, um, you know, I mean, I've got a commendation from the Chief Minister of the ACT, which is pretty cool for sort of impact on the social, political, cultural environment of the ACT. But I think I got lost in that business on a little bit on vanity metrics. And by that I mean things that make you look good but don't actually, you know, really drive the profitability of your business and give you the opportunity to make the choices and freedoms that you want in your life. Um, and that was a real wake-up call for me. You know, those, those times I mentioned where that we've all, you know, we've all had, you know, how do I pay the staff tomorrow? Mm. Um, and you've sort of taken a gamble that hasn't quite worked, worked out well. And uh, I call a... I used to watch Dragon's Den, so that you know the UK version of the Australian Shark and US Shark Tank. And there's one of the one of the dragons on there had always said, you know, he had this saying that stuck with me. It says, "Profit um, turnover is vanity, profit is sanity." <laughs> Love it. Love it. Okay, and that's always that's always stuck with me. That um, you know, if you can cont- make sure that you focus on profitability of your business everything else will take care of itself yeah so true so true so so what about tim what about on the flip side like obviously there's some great challenges not so great at the point in time but that have really shaped you what has been some of the the wins uh that you're most proud of i know you've you've been honored um for your contribution in, in canberra which is fantastic what have been some other wins that you're, you're proud of that you can go you know what i can beat my chest around that what, what are they I, I think I get a real kick when my clients actually succeed more yep. than anything else. Um, you know, when they come back and go, that was really awesome. You need to speak to Tim. He's the guru in this space. Um, you know, that gives me a real sense of, of satisfaction and, 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 and pride. Um, you know, my wife and I are living in what we consider our dream home. And, and when we bought it, you know, she cried. So that's probably another moment. Beautiful. Uh, she used to work with the agent that, that sold it to us. She's a, she's a buyer's agent, so I know a little bit about the real estate space. And uh, she, she cried and, and just after he'd come out and said, congratulations, Penny, giving her a kiss on the cheek, friendly kiss on the cheek. And uh, she, she cried and said, oh, I've waited my whole life for that, for this. <laughs> like, what do you mean, the kiss on the cheek? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, uh, you know, this dream home that we looked at and driven past, you know, for so many years and, and sort of to be able to sort of achieve that, that goal was, was, uh, was, pretty, was pretty special for us. So, 
Beautiful. Um, but you know, more personally, um, you know, I I, uh, I coached kids rugby as well, and, and taken a team of over to New Zealand this year. So, you know, it's it's when they succeed and they suddenly go, you know, they gel as a team and and you know high five each other for the wins. I you know a massive amount of satisfaction from seeing that and being able to kind of facilitate um, that as well. So nice, nice, yeah, nice. So I'm 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 quite big on 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 rituals and and doing taking those lessons and actually implementing into your daily life and daily routine um and you mentioned about you know the 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 profit is for is for sanity what are some of the things that you use on a daily basis that have made you um you know where you've come from today what what are some of those rituals that you use into your personal and business world um Personally, I, I, actually, from a business perspective, I've got two post-it notes stuck to my computer, um, and I know lots of people they don't have my password on them. <laughs> uh, one of them says, um, "Do you really deserve success?" Right? So you know, I look at that every day and, and ask myself, "Do I really, really deserve it?" Um, you know, and if I, if I can't, can't say, "Yep," you know, what do I? It's sort of just a reminder to me to you know to go that extra yard to do that thing that, that other people think is impossible. Yep. Um, I've never tried, I've never put limitations on myself about what is possible, right? Um, if you want to fly, you can fly. Um, if you want to speak 10 languages fluently, you can speak 10 languages fluently. You just got to put the, put the work in to get there. The other one from a business perspective is um, I've got a, the other post-it note says make one more call. Oh yeah. Okay. Now you might not think that's very much, right? It was one more call. It's a five-minute phone call. It might be to, uh, it might be to a referral partner. It might be to a, a prospect. It doesn't matter who it's who it's to, but make one more call. And if you think it's over the course of twelve months, that's you know two hundred and twenty calls for just for weekdays. Two hundred twenty calls. Um, you know, if you've got a you know, one in 10 are turning into those into meetings and you're closing, you know, 30% of those meetings. That's, well, it's, it's potentially another $50,000, you know, into your pocket if you've got a, or 100,000, depends what you, obviously depends what your, your product is worth, but it could be a significant difference, mm. you know, just from making that one additional five minute phone call at the end of the day to someone just, not even necessarily to sell them, just to say, hey, James, how's it going? You know, I saw that thing you did, you posted up the other day. It looked really awesome. Congratulations on that. Right? Nice. Because you're building up reciprocity. You're building up relationships with people. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't take very much to do so, even if it's a, a voicemail. <laughs> it's like, got your voicemail. Hey, James, just touching base. How's things going? Yep, totally. And I think, you know, what I love, what I love is that it's, it's, it's those, what I'm hearing is those one percenters. You know, it's, it's not the, the big, you know, 30 degree or 45 degree change. It's like, no, it's just those one percenters that's going to make a difference. You know, that one extra call, it's that one extra question that you ask yourself that, you know, you do it on a daily basis. It's going to have compound interest incredibly. So that's what I love. That's, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Awesome. And if you've got a team of people, if each of them are doing 1% extra. Totally. You know, suddenly got this massive thing. I, I like to talk to clients and say, you know, if you think you can't double your business in the next 90 days, you are kidding yourself. Right? Because it doesn't take a lot. It only takes, you know, there's only really four key growth levers in a business, right? One's the number of leads you generate, 
you know, second one's your conversion rate, third one's your average sort of value uh, or your margin per job. Let's call it margin because sometimes we can actually save money to make margin. And the last one is the frequency of, frequency of purchase. Now, if you only had a 20% improvement across those four things, you've doubled your business. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. Now, I'm sure you could find three or four or five initiatives in each of those areas where you couldn't get that one or 2% improvement in your results to double your business over that 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people don't do it because they go, oh, holy shit, how on earth am I going to make this happen? Um, you know, that sounds scary. And yes, it is scary, right? Your business will change if you did that. You know? You'd have additional people in your business. You'd be doing things differently. But it's, it's, you know, but it's possible. Yeah, totally possible. Totally possible. So what about, you know, you, from your journey, you've obviously come across different people and learnt from different people and take on different advice and so forth. Who have been some of the key mentors that... Uh, that you may have worked with or may have followed or currently doing, who are the key mentors that you go, you know what, that person has made a, a big difference in my world? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, you know, I'm going to throw my mother in there. And, you know, obviously, I think your parents are always a big influence on, on who you are. My wife, definitely, as well. You know, yep. she, um, you know she's a, a bit of a perfectionist and I've kind of, you know, I'm constantly reminded <laughs> that, that I should finish more jobs <laughs> when she's around. Uh, that's terrible. Um, but, you know, like, I think there's other people out there you, you don't even necessarily have to know in person. Uh, so, you know, Tony Robbins is a – I love Tony's stuff. Um, Marie Forleo. I mean, a lot of sort of US marketers. So Amy Porterfield, um, James Wedmore, uh, Ryan Dice. Um, a big influences as well, um, but even even you know closer to home, you know I, I get massive inspiration from, from people who, you know, aren't necessarily big influences, you know, like what you do um, as well. So, you know, I think you can sort of learn from everybody around you and go, what are they doing that I really admire, and how can I emulate some of those some of those things? So, um, I think you can take inspiration from everybody. Totally, 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 totally. I, lo I love it how you, I love it how, I love it how you said about your wife, um, because it's very true in our household as well. I, I do these crazy events, and you know, I could be out running for anywhere between eighteen and twenty hours at a time at these are events, and when I get home, she goes, "I wonder what you could do around the house for eighteen to twenty hours." <laughs> I go, oh, "I think I'm busy." <laughs> So, so advice. So what would you, what would be two to three key uh, pieces of advice that you could share with the listeners that they could take away and uh, investigate further within their business and, and start to look at and implement? I think those little things, so you, you sort of picked it up on, up on four. As much as we'd love to have a silver bullet, right? That suddenly, leaps our business forward or leaps our, you know, our personal journey forward, um, you know, by six to 12 months. Okay. And then look, if you, if you're like me, you kind of, I'd love to be able to click a button and get forward the 12 months. <laughs> just, just happens when I implement all these ideas that I keep having. 
Um, but just focus on the little things, all right? Just get those little things right. Doesn't, and, and to be honest, it actually doesn't matter what it is. All right? You know, you could spend so much time procrastinating finding the ideal project to try and implement. Mm. All right? But just the, you know, just pick thing, even you know, put them on a dartboard if you need to, and throw a dart on it, and say that's the thing I'm going to do this week. All right? And I'm going to implement, you know, that improvement strategy. So, you know, it might be getting everyone in the office to put a little post-it note on that reminds them to make one extra call, you know. Um, and it doesn't have to be a sales call. It can be just a, hey, how are you going? I was just thinking of you. You know how we were talking the other day about X, Y, Z. You know, I met someone who could probably solve that for you. Yeah, nice. So that's probably one thing. I think, um, and, and you, I know, James, you do this a lot yourself. It's you know, focusing on your personal health as well. That'll be probably the second second tip. Um, I keep getting asked when I'm going to retire from basketball now that I'm getting a bit <laughs> on the tooth and a bit sore after every game and keep playing against these guys who are 20 years younger than me. <laughs> um, but I think, you, know, if you can't succeed in business if you're not uh, focusing on your health as well. I don't know a lot of people talk about it, but very, very few people do it. So, you know, I go out for a walk um, every single morning, right? It might only be a 15-minute walk, but every single morning we go out for 15 minutes. If I miss it first in the morning because we're running late for school and I've got to get the kid to school, I'll get home and I'll, you know, I'll, I might answer a couple of emails and then I'll go for a walk. But every single I try to try to just be a little bit um, physically active. That would be my second tip. And third one, again, would be just, just to focus on, the, you know, what is the thing, things in my business that are profitable and do more of those? Nice. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Awesome. So there's a great, some great three bits of advice there. So what's coming up for you? What's, um, what's uh, the next 12 months or even six months or two years? What's coming up? What's on your radar? What's on your agenda? Uh, heaps, heaps. Super exciting stuff. Um, it really took a long, hard look at what I was doing over, over Christmas um, after chasing the wrong client for a little bit. Um, and, uh, and, you know, going to sort of build out my agency a lot more. Um, you know, for a long time I've, I've been a sole operator, but, uh, you know, now going to sort of jump back into to bringing in some additional support. Um, you know, just stepping up my game a bit, work, you know, continue to focus with fun clients. Um, you know, and, and being more selective about those. I don't want to work with everybody. I can, don't want to. <laughs> yep. You know, make sure that the, the rights that, that I want to work with and continue to work with those. Um, and uh, I think personally, uh, one of the things I want to do is travel a lot more. Nice. Nice. Fantastic. So, so where can, so with that, then where can the audience find out more details? Where can they get a bit more of, of, of the Timisms? The Timisms, oh God. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds uh, look, I've just, I've just created a new, a new, uh, a new, actually, which people might find interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a marketing quiz built around the, um, around the profit engine. Um, and it's designed to sort of a bit of a look at how effective your marketing is and really sort of drill down on and give you some advice on where you should be looking um, at your marketing process. Right. So it might be around customer retention. That's still marketing. It might be around converting clients. It might actually be that you just need more leads coming into your business and everything else is, 
is, uh, is pretty good. So you can find that on my website at, at winmoreclients.com.au forward slash marketing quiz. I'm sure you're going to put that in the show notes as well. Yep. Uh, but, you know, jump on that, have a bit of a sticky beak and, and, and play around with that. It takes about eight to ten minutes, so it's not a, it's not a short quiz. But uh, really, hopefully, um, even the even the questions in the quiz will prompt you and give you some some ideas about the kinds of things you could potentially do in your business or should be doing in your business, you know, to really have an effective profit engine. Fantastic. Well, there we go. Wonderful. Some some great. Uh pieces of advice, sharing, bearing all. So I uh, really appreciate your time, energy, and your wisdom today, team. It's, uh, it's great to have you online. So check it out, winmoreclients.com.au forward slash marketing quiz. And uh, have a go. Check it out and uh, get in touch with Tim. He is, uh, once again, he's a guru of uh, really insightful to really have a deep dive with any business, particularly around those marketing, to see uh, what needs to be tweaked and what needs to be uh, uh, changed if needed so there we go thank you Tim once again and uh, really Thanks, appreciate, appreciate your energy and your wisdom today so thank you for listeners thank you for uh, really assisting us and uh, being part of our podcast James Short Podcast Leading and growing your real estate business looking forward to speaking to you soon bye for now 